0: Today on the Optimal CEO Podcast, we're going to be talking about a subject that's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, It's a subject of prostate cancer. So if you're, you're a male, you're definitely going to want to listen to this because I'm going to be talking to you about some cutting edge diagnostic tools and cutting edge treatments that are still not in mainstream medicine and tell you why. If you're a woman, Uh, You definitely need to listen to this because I know you've got men in your life, whether it's your father or your significant other or your spouse or boyfriend, uh, you're definitely not gonna wanna miss this because it may actually save a life. So stay tuned as we get started. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. So welcome to the optimal CEO podcast today. I know today's subject is not for the light of heart. Yes, I am talking about the big C word cancer. More specifically, prostate cancer. Why is this a subject that's very near and dear to my heart? Well, about 10 years ago, when I went through my professional midlife crisis and had to get out of traditional medicine, one of the reasons I had to get out of traditional medicine was I felt like the traditional medical system had actually dropped the ball with me personally and my own uh, health and wellness journey. Um, You know, I had a 16-year bout with depression, nine different antidepressants, had gained up to 390 pounds. And I realized that my traditional training that I was using in my own clinical practice was actually failing my patients. So I had to do something. I had to reinvent myself. I had to figure out a new way of doing things. Along that journey uh, came this understanding of prostate health and prostate cancer. Now, this is a podcast episode that I trust me, you're gonna want to share with your family, your friends, because uh, this literally can save lives. Here's how um, the traditional um, diagnostic uh, tools, criteria that we used for diagnosing and managing prostate cancer, uh, drumroll, please, date back to 1941. People, this is insane. You know, the old mantra in medicine is that it takes literally 20 years for new technology to trickle down to mainstream medicine. If that's the case, then why are we still using 1941 technology to diagnose and treat prostate cancer? Now, the subject that I'm about to talk about is hugely, hear me say, hugely not popular at all with traditional allopathic uh clinicians and especially urologists and surgeons um until they're faced with it themselves. Here's why. Um, be, because when when you go the traditional route, first of all, um they typically rely only on a PSA laboratory value, a prostate specific antigen. Most every, uh, internal medicine doc, family practice doc, urologist, um, any kind of specialty, they're going to have their own set point criteria in their head. But typically if a PSA is over 5.0, some people will say 4.5 or 5.5, um, they will actually recheck it again. And if it's moved up any, they'll typically arrange for a punch biopsy. Now a punch biopsy can, uh, it's, it's, very crude. Um, they actually go in through the, the bottom, the, the male's, uh, rectal area, and they prep the area on the inside through a scope and, um, they literally use this archaic tool that has a bunch of tiny needles. Now, if you're squeamish, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to explain to you how archaic this is. Um, and it can be anywhere from 12, 16, 24, 48, 60. Uh, there are some new ones that are up to hundred punches, but the bottom line is, is there are little bitty fine needles that go in and take a core sample out of that prostate. Here's the problem. Uh, Imagine a checkerboard, just like the children's game, checkers, and every red square represents where a biopsy was taken. Every black square represents where a biopsy was not taken. So guess what can happen? You can do a punch biopsy. Remember, dates back to 1941. You can do a punch biopsy and actually come back negative on the Uh, A test for prostate cancer, meaning that the pathologist looks at all of those uh, little samples that they took under the slides. Oh, there's no cancer cells in number one. There's no cancer cells in number two, all the way up through number 24, 48, 60, however many samples they took. And you don't have cancer. Congratulations, John, you're cancer free. And then John gets his PSA rechecked a year later and it's gone up. And they say, well, maybe we need to redo that punch biopsy. So they redo the punch biopsy. And it comes back negative too. And they pat John on the back and they say, guess what, John, congratulations, you don't have any cancer. And they recheck his PSA again. This is three years out now. And they say, well, we better do a prostate biopsy again. Let's do a third punch biopsy. And guess what? John comes back positive for cancer. But guess what? It's had years of growth. And now John is in stage four prostate cancer. And he's behind the eight ball. Guys, it doesn't have to be this way. <laughs> that is an archaic system. And if there's nothing more than you get out of this, then uh in this podcast episode, pay attention from this point forward. Uh let me tell you a little bit about a client, uh, as as we go into this, because this is exactly what happened to a client of mine. And uh when when I got a hold of him, um, I checked his PSA and it was elevated beyond what uh, I wanted. I don't like mine to be over 4.0. If they're over 4.0, I am actually gonna check a percent free PSA in 30 days along with a repeat PSA. And then I'm gonna do that every 30 days for the next three to six months. If I see the change in the percent free PSA and PSA that typically comes with a cancer diagnosis, then the next step that I'm going to do is, uh, is this, and this is exactly what I did for my client uh, because we check those that are called serial, meaning in a row, uh, serial PSA, percent free PSAs. And they were, uh, they were separating, uh, you're looking for the PSA to go up the percent free PSA to go down, which indicates cancer. And I said, okay, you've got cancer until proven. Otherwise, uh, now at this point I need to get you in with a specialist, um that has a highly specialized MRI machine, magnetic resonance imaging machine called a Tesla three MRI. Now most hospitals, most neurologists and some urologists will have a Tesla one, and if you're lucky they might have a Tesla two. The higher the Tesla number, uh the Tesla three is the highest number we have on the market at this point, uh, the higher the number, the more detailed it is. So with a Tesla three MRI, you can actually see the exact tumor. Well, the cool thing about a Tesla three MRI is you can actually go in with a titanium biopsy needle directly to the side of the tumor, take a sample from the middle of that tumor. You no longer have to punch this man, you know, 16, 18, 24, 60 times. Um, he literally has one needle in right to the tumor, pull it out with the core sample take it to the lab. They have the results by the next morning. And the next day, if it is cancerous, they go back in with a a laser apparatus, still with the Tesla three MRI machine running, and they zap, 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 zap the tumor. It's that simple. Yet, we don't have clinicians that readily use this tool. Uh, It boggles my mind that Uh, standard guidelines for prostate cancer diagnosis actually changed several years ago, yet few people in the medical field are actually following those guidelines. They will jump straight from an elevated PSA into a biopsy. Guidelines said uh, that changed several years back actually recommend doing an MRI of the prostate. So if you're working with a specialist who does not recommend an MRI and wants to jump directly to a biopsy, that's number one red flag. If you're working with a specialist that wants to do a biopsy, In the first place just blindly that's red flag number two and number three if you ask them about tesla 3 mri imaging and tesla 3 guided needle biopsy and tesla 3 laser ablation of prostate cancer and they kind of either, A, don't know, or they develop the sheepish look and say, yeah, I'm aware of that, but it's, it's really not proven yet. It's still controversial. We're not really sure whether or not that works. Yeah, um, that's, that's not exactly true. So uh, Desert Medical Imaging, or DMI in uh, California is actually the pioneer in this particular procedure. It was perfected outside the country, to be quite honest with you, uh, Germany and Switzerland. Uh, In so many aspects, the Europeans are way ahead of us on advanced technology when it comes to diagnosing and treating certain disorders. Prostate cancer happens to be one of those. And uh, so the group out there at Desert Medical Imaging actually brought this into the country and you can self-refer with their help. You have to go through a, uh, a custodial intake process uh, where there's a nurse working with you and they will actually help you get that, gather the paperwork and get out there. And there are several sites around the country where they actually trust the Tesla 3 imaging, the radiologists that actually do this because they follow exact protocol. And they'll tell you, hey, you're really close to this particular uh, doctor. In, in Tennessee, we have Dr. Dr. Joe Bush in East Tennessee uh, and Chattanooga that actually has a Tesla 3 MRI. It's the only one in the state uh, that follows the exact protocol uh, that you're supposed to follow for uh, prostate imaging. Uh, he does not do the uh, laser ablation, but he does do the biopsy. So getting back to this patient uh, that we had, uh, that, that uh, you know, recently that we referred over there, just amazing outcomes. Now, Yeah, he's still got some healing to do, but anytime you have any kind of procedure done on the prostate, there's a healing process. But I want to drive it home for you and tell you how critically important it is to salvage the prostate if at all possible. Here's the problem that we run into when we identify that a man has cancer. Uh, We've probably identified it too late. The cancer's more advanced than it was. So we remove the entire prostate. And the unfortunate thing is when you remove the entire prostate, you typically do damage to the nerves, even though they'll tell you it's a nerve sparing procedure. uh, You typically can do damage to the nerves. Uh, The man will then become impotent for the rest of his life and he will typically have incontinence or uh, pee uh, unexpectedly on himself uh, and have to wear some type of uh, depends like product. Now, I don't know about you for male or female uh, urinary incontinence is not laughable. It's not, it's not, it's not fun. Nobody wants to spend the rest of their life having that issue. And uh, for a healthy sex life with a couple, it sure as heck is not fun to have impotence the rest of your life. And that's what you deal with when you run, when you run through the old 1941 protocol, you, you deal with that. Uh, so I'm hoping that this podcast episode actually brings awareness to the entire community of people who are wellness minded, that they can start inquiring, asking questions, digging in, looking at at, at cutting edge clinics like Desert Medical Imaging that are actually doing the research. And guys, the research that they're putting out out there and publishing is absolutely amazing. So just know that being armed with this knowledge, you now have a responsibility to share it. I want you to share this podcast episode, I want you to tell people about this podcast because we're all about informing people. Uh, uh, Years ago, I went through a process in branding to understand, and the first part of that was to understand my purpose in business and in life, and my purpose is to understand others and meet their needs with grace so that they're shown unconditional love that inspires them to find their voice. why this podcast exists I'm all about you having your voice and inspiring you to find your voice and the way we can do that is to move knowledge Uh, uh, move into the acquiring of knowledge and then move that knowledge into application, which is wisdom. And that's what it's about, guys. It's about you developing your voice, you developing an understanding of the tools that are out there readily available for you to use and you sharing that knowledge uh, with the world around you, because you can't, you can't impact the entire world, but you can impact your world. And that's all I'm asking you to do is partner with me on this, get the word out that there are procedures out there that move, Move you from the archaic into the 21st century and actually spare men and uh, whoever they're in relation with from a significant amount of stress and strain in their relationship related to incontinence, related to just the consequences of surgery in general and related to impotence. You don't have to live that way there are options. And if you've got a urologist that doesn't want to go down that, that path, listen, most prostate cancer is slow growing and you've got time to get that second opinion Call desert medical imaging in California and actually move forward in that direction. At least get a second opinion. It's not going to hurt anything. So that's all I've got for today's episode. I hope it's been informative. I hope it's something that you're going to be able to take and use, take and share, and I hope it's going to impact and change lives in the world around you. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. Uh, I love that you're here and I love that you're listening. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Here's to your wellness journey. This is Dr. Brian Brown over and out. I'd like to personally thank you for listening to this episode of the Optimal CEO podcast. I hope you found today's podcast informative and helpful on your personal optimization journey. You see, we love our Optimal CEO entrepreneurs. And thanks to people like you, the Optimal CEO community is growing. You can help us with that continued growth by giving us a like, sharing this podcast with your friends, or subscribing to our podcast feed. This is Dr. Brian Brown. Here's to you being the most physically optimized CEO entrepreneur possible, so you can have an even bigger impact on the world through your business. See you next time, and thanks again for listening.